Hey everyone, we're so glad you're able to join us today. I'm Becky. And I'm Vicky, and welcome back to your dose of crime. I hope everyone has had a good week. Today we are going to talk about a case known as Ford Heights 4. Could you imagine being sentenced to death for a crime you didn't commit? No, I definitely could not. However, it happens way more than you might think. You're right. For example, this happened to four men who were involved in Ford Heights 4. In the year 1999, three students tracked down the killers of a double homicide case of four black men who were wrongfully convicted. Larry Lineberg and Carol Schmall were a happy couple who had just been engaged to be married. Lineberg worked as a clerk at a Homewood gas station and Schmall was a young college student. The couple was kidnapped at 9.30 p.m. during the year 1978 at a gas station where Lineberg worked. The very next day after this had occurred, Schmall's body was found on the floor of an abandoned townhouse in Fort Heights, which is south of Chicago and is mostly a black neighborhood. Lineberg's body was actually found in a creek bed 100 yards beyond the house. A recent report shows that both bodies had been shot in the back of the head and Schmall had actually been raped seven times. That is terrible. The next day, Kenneth Adams, Dennis Williams, Willie Range, Vernon Jemison had all found themselves walking down the streets with cameras in their face and were arrested for the double homicide. More research that we had found shows that police didn't have any proof that they were the ones that did it. The four men had just so happened to live there and be around the crime scene when they were, were investigating it. The four then would later be charged by an all-white jury, which obviously nowadays is very illegal. In the courtroom, the first witness they pulled up to be tried was a 17-year-old girl named Paula Gray. That's right. So, like she said, Paula was a young African-American who was a 17-year-old girl who was borderline retarded with an IQ of around 55. So just keep that in mind when we talk about her later on in the case. During her testimony for these four innocent men, she told the jury that she saw the men kill and rape the couple and that she had even helped them do it. Can you believe that? Honestly, I don't know what to believe at this point. All I can think about is how the heck did the jury believe a teenage girl who had a very low IQ of 55? It's so crazy, but they did believe her statement, and the four men were given punishments for something that they never did. Each one of those men were good people from this small town, but only one of them had been a crim- had a crim- criminal record, which was Williams, who had caught a motorcycle on fire years before. Kenneth Adams and Dennis Williams were sentenced to death and Williams was sentenced 60 years extra. Verniel Jimerson has also been sentenced to death and Willie Range was sentenced for life with no peril. They were all sentenced on the charges of murder and rape. Adams, Williams, and Range both served around 18 years in prison. However, Jimerson only ended up serving 11 years. Now, 18 years go by and is now 1999, a group of students studying journalism at Northwestern University were looking at this case and realized something didn't fit right with how this case ended. The students from that university found Paula Gray and went to her house. When they arrived at her house, they found a 34-year-old woman who was gloomy and very depressed. While they were there, they mentioned something about the case, and she broke down in tears. She had stated that the cops had forced her to say that they were guilty, and if she didn't, she would be put in jail. 
A week after the crime had occurred, a witness told police that the people they had arrested did not commit the crime because the witness heard gunshots and people ran away from the scene. This witness also said that they saw the real killers selling stolen items to the victims. So the court was able to run new DNA tests on the evidence that they had been collecting. With the results from the DNA test, the four convicted criminals were able to be exonerated, and we found the true murderers of Lineberg and Schmall. Arthur Robinson, Juan Rodriguez, Ira, and Dennis Johnson were found to be the real killers. Robinson and Rodriguez were sentenced to life in prison, and Johnson was sentenced to 65 years in prison. This investigation had several issues to cause the wrong people to be put behind bars. First, the eyewitness misidentification and a stacked all-white jury, which is now illegal. The court of Cook County gave each exonerated victim $36 million as a settlement, which was the largest settlement at the time in U.S. history. What are your opinions about how this case ended? Um... I'm honestly kind of satisfied with it. I think that I'm happy that they got, they were free and they found the rightful convictor people. And I'm very upset that the people were sentenced to death for something that they never did. However, both, both of the two living victims were now, one went back to jail because he was a druggie Mm -hmm. and ran out of his money. And the other one is happy and doing good. Yeah. I think that it's crazy that they had an all-white jury, or all-black jury, excuse me. And, like, that just seems so wrong to me because they're obviously going to vote against the black victims. It's just... It's super biased. Mm-hmm. And then the police covering it up and telling her to lie yeah. just to save herself when they knew that... The four men hadn't actually committed the crime. Right, and actually the students had found, I don't know if we included this, but the students had found a letter from the crime scene or from that from the police officers back in the 1970s that had the names of the actual um, killers. And so the whole time they actually knew who it was. They just denied it and wanted it to be the people that they... They knew the whole time. Ugh, it's so frustrating. I know it is, but it's okay. At least they got the right people and they've made it right. I know, that's good. Mm -hmm. But we need to prevent this from happening in the future. I think it's very helpful now that we have DNA testing, because I think back then, without that, I don't know what it would have been like Mm -hmm. to just wrongfully accuse people like that. Mm -hmm. And people like the innocent innocence project that help people who've been wrongfully put behind bars i think that's a big help to society and how it can help free wrongfully convicted people and Mm -hmm. make them innocent i think it is a good cause to support well thank you for joining in and learning about the ford heights four case i'm becky and i'm vicky thank you for listening and have a great week